gentlemen, I am very happy to be hosting my first episode of Sticks and Kicks. We are happy to be here and we are live. We are ready to talk about everything Valley Sports Nation, especially the one, the only. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a playoff edition of the Phoenix Suns. And I am your first host, the one, the only, Jeremy Griffin. And I am so happy to be joined with another sports degenerate who feels just so passionate about Valley Sports as much as I do. Let me introduce the man, the myth, the legend, Danny Orona. That's what I'm talking about, Jeremy. I'm so glad to be here with you tonight. And Sports Degenerate doesn't begin to cover it. Bro, you saw me 30 minutes ago when we were downtown Phoenix watching that game. Lakers versus Warriors. For some goddamn reason, a bar called Marley's had half of its capacity filled with L.A. Lakers fans. And, bro, we were just not having anything of it. We were all up in there fully repping the Suns. We were fully repping any, any one of you two. Any one of you two could get these hands. So, bro, I don't have a preference. One of them won. One of them lost. We're probably going to see both of them later on in the playoffs. And I just have one thing to say about that. Bring them on. Danny, I love the energy. I love the enthusiasm. First of all, I wanted, I wanted those out there. And I know people who pay attention to us, they've been noticing. Thank you for letting me host the episode. Thank you for giving me control. And Danny, you have been taught me a lot. So I am ready with the enthusiasm. I am ready with the energy. And let's go ahead and get right into the suns. So we're going to go ahead and talk about it. Danny, you said... 30 minutes ago, you had massive amounts of energy, massive amounts of animosity, massive amounts of adrenaline. I, I think that definitely had a, a lot to deal with it. Walk me through what happened. Bro, so both of us, we we decided, let's check out this game. Let's check out our competition. We are going to know who our opponent is going to be for this Sunday. Uh, if it is this Sunday, it, it, it's a toss-up between Saturday and Sunday. But No, uh, it's been confirmed. Oh, it, it is? is Sunday. Sunday, all right. But we haven't, uh, I don't think they uh, confirmed the time. But okay. it is definitely. It is going to be it, on it, Sunday. Uh, Mimosa Day. I love it. Ah. 100%. What a better way to start your day. Mimosas, NBA, best, NBA playoff. Basketball. Basketball. That is exactly how you're supposed to Sunday start a Sunday morning. And uh yeah, so we just like let all right, let's see what our competition is and let's see what our competition is gonna be dragging themselves with. And just to get this out of the way, Jeremy, I wanna call out every single person on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, anybody who wanted to put out their little theories of why the Suns should tank, go for three, avoid the Lakers, try to get it. Bro, we are number two for a reason. It's them that should be scared of us. I understand it's LeBron James. I understand that it's Anthony Davis. I understand it's two of the best to ever touch a basketball. You wanted to avoid them? Bro, the Suns are number two. 51 win season. They dominate. They shut down a third of the league. Is Chris Paul 
not one of the best in the league. The point God in history, one hundred percent is Devin Booker not making a great name for. Even though I don't think he's there yet, even even with the seventy point game, he is writing his legacy. That is how I'll put. He is currently pen in hand, parchment down on the desk. Writing what Devin Booker's name will mean in NBA history. And we will look down upon this day 20, 30 years from now when we enshrine him into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes, I said it. I went there. Hall of Fame? Barring injury. Giving him that. Barring injury. Ah, isn't that always a tough one? It's always a thing. But if he completes his career, barring injury and off-court issues... With his talent, he is a Hall of, Hall of Fame generational talent. Besides the Kardashians, I don't think he would ever have off-the-field issues. I think, uh, and I say off-the-field, I'm sorry, I meant off-the-court. You know what I'm saying? But the field, whatever. Yeah, I, I still believe that uh, I think his head is in the game. He's made it clear. He he could all those people that said he, he was gonna leave, he was gonna leave, he was gonna leave. He could have left. He could have taken his talent. He could have whined, bitched, moaned, threatened everything that he could have done to the front office in order to make his move. And uh, you and I, we pay a lot of attention to a certain sports group in face on Facebook. Huge Nick fans. Half Huge of them, Knicks fans. half of them are Knicks fans. We're not gonna give them that. We're not gonna give them the uh, credit. We like them, but we're not no, gonna no, give it's, them it's the a, shout. It's a decent page. But you want to give when, it the shout out? When, when you you know yeah, because you know what? I love it. I went ahead and put uh, Danny on this page. I like these guys. I'm not gonna lie. I like these guys. Shout out to Corey Mo, John Cobes, uh, Iman. You know a couple of those guys. Uh, Mo Sports Talk. Those guys are heavy on the Knicks. But it, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 good, I found more. I found more good conversation yep. and and argument on that page than I have found. Uh, uh, just hate. Yeah, that's the word I want to. Right? Yep. Is that the word I want to use? I, I just think hate, so. right? Because because on that page there there's if you're a betting fan, there's something for you. If you're just a casual fan, there's something for you. If you're a homer, there's something for you. And of course, there's a lot of Knicks talk. So if you're a Knicks fan, there's a, something for you there. Ah, they're a little kill me too much, bro. And, because uh, but, hey, but, hey, but, hey, but that, it, that Tom Thibodeau, <laughs> that Tom Thibodeau over uh, Monty Williams talk really really killed me, man. Are the Knicks number number one, two, or three in the East? Oh, uh, they're actually fourth or sixth. Wait, wait, wait. So they're not one, two, or three? They're not number two in the league. They're not number three. In the what league. about what about four in the East? Maybe, possibly, but possibly. So, so all of that, and you still have the boss to say he's the coach of the year? They, they you know what? You know what crazy is? They tried to they tried to make it make it a uh, Chris Paul. It was Chris Paul, but you know what? Why don't we get credit for the eight and zero that Monty Williams won without Chris Paul? One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I understand that with Chris Paul we are second in the league, but without Chris Paul, I think Monty Williams should still be coach of the year because I still think we would have made the playoffs. Oh yeah. And to not and to be for a. Hey, you know, he, uh, here's the thing though. When you when you say that without Chris Paul. We wouldn't be going one, two, 
Maybe not even three. We'd be fighting yeah. maybe five, six, seven. I know. We'd probably, we yeah. we would have probably been watching Suns game tonight on in the play-in tournament. Oh, can I tell you something real quick? Go ahead. I wanted Chris Paul last year. Ah, no! You son of a bitch! Ah! I love getting that in there, man. I'm telling you guys. I don't know if you've been listening to our episodes, but I would appreciate if you have. I wanted Chris Paul two years ago when there was that weird Houston mix-up where... Maybe he wanted to stay in Houston, but he ended up going to Houston anyway. And then after Houston, you know, he went to Oklahoma. It was just a weird situation. And I wanted Chris Paul when he was ready to leave the Clippers. And I just, I I know people made fun of me. And I like, bro, I got laughed at. I actually left a couple groups because, like, people got, like, extremely disrespectful. And, hey, I'm not going to lie. It's like, hey, I, I love basketball, but, hey, yeah, I mean, shit. Hey, there's an we're, not, we're not going to war for this. No, no, I fully get you 100%. Now, for me, I never doubted Chris Paul's ability as a player, as a leader, as a floor general, as a point guard. For me, it was always the contract that he was going to be coming with. And I know, and I and know. And it was like, it was just too much, but you know what? But is I, it too much now, though, in I, hindsight? Having him for a year? In hindsight, no. is it too much? No, I would And that's it. what I'm trying to tell you. I, Imagine I, having him last year. Where he did all that bullshit for Oklahoma. Yes, Imagine sir. he did that with us. Well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. That now, looking at hindsight, like, yes, I'm glad I paid this $40 million this year. Yeah. I would have paid 42. $40 million last year. 40, yep, 41. Yep. And you know what? I'm going to pay $40 million Five. next year. 45. And it's, you know what? I'll take it. I'll put in a tip for that. And you know what's funny about it is people, um, I know they really talk about if I was Chris Paul, or well, if I was the GM, I would tell Chris Paul, hey, uh, decline, decline it, and then we'll sign you to an extension. Why the fuck would I take a 60 million three year extension when I'm gonna make 45 million in one 100%, year? Yeah. So, no, I, I mean, Chris Paul's not going anywhere. I, I, hey, barring what happens in the, uh, in the playoffs. But I mean, I don't know about you. But I'm expecting a, a a second round. Anything over a, a first round is, is a win to me. I know maybe I think maybe your 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 sights are set on a lot more, but I think in my personal opinion, I'll take a second round berth. I will. You 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 would be satisfied with that. Like the the season yes, ends. Yes 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 I will. I I second I know round, I know. Second round sweep. I know. No, wait. Second round sweep? Fuck. No, not a sweep. So they're able to win a game. Six games. They're able to win two games. Six games. I'll take a Three six. games. Well, no, six games. They two can games. take a series. Blow the, Danny, the, Danny, the play, right now. Danny, playoffs. right now. Danny, right now. Championship or bus? Is that where you're at? I'm going NBA Finals or bust. That's what I'm saying. Championship or bust, right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they have to win. Like I'll, I'll take it a step, one little tiny step bef- below that. Make it to the final, Western Conference champions. I'll take Western Conference. I, I, I hey, make it hey, to the NBA Finals. I, I will, I will move up my standards. Hey, second, second, not, not second team in the West, not second team, second team in the NBA. Yeah. We had to fucking do something right, right? Exactly. So I apologize. If it's cool with you, I would like to move up my standards. I love it. 
Western Conference Finals or bust, right? They got to win that series. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna settle for them making it to the Western Conference Finals. Ladies and gentlemen, that, that's that's what no, I'm hold saying. On, like, hold on, no, no, no. We're, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into. I want to step back. I want to take a step back because the reason why we're here is because our opponent has officially been uh, solidified. Yes, sir. We know who we're playing. Everyone's biggest fears, quote unquote. But I think me and you and Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul said it on TNT the I other day. I fucking love it. I th- Chris Paul said it the other day on Talk TNT. Talk to the people. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to go ahead and put a snippet on that on our Instagram and Twitter page. Instagram, it's going to go ahead and be sticks.kicks. Yes, sir. And it's going to go ahead and be on Twitter, sticks.kicks1. Sticks one. Sticks kicks ones. I apologize yes. about that. Sticks kicks one on Twitter, sticks.kicks on Instagram. You can go ahead and follow us. We will go ahead and put what Chris Paul said, and I'm not gonna lie, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it was a juicy doozy one. I mean, it. They, hey, if if you were have if you had any doubts about what we were gonna do, I think Chris Paul kind of went ahead and shut everybody. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I think he made Charles Barkley a believer after the question. And I love that you brought that up because it was exactly him who he shut down for that question. He's like, Chuck, Charles, bro. Let me stop you right there. Yeah. Bring on anybody. If it's going to be like bring on the Lakers. I'm I like it, it it is it is not going to be it is not going to be like something like out of nowhere like no. Bring them fucking on. I I'm not afraid. And that is the mentality that is brought to this team. We are a winning team. We are not going to be tiptoeing around the teams. This is not a chess game to avoid the strongest animal. No. We are the strongest animal. Let me make this perfectly clear. The lion does not tiptoe around the gazelle. The gazelle is lower on the food chain for a reason. That's because the lion is stronger, faster, tougher, and it will eat the shit out of the gazelle. So no, do not tell me that we blew it. Do not tell me that we just disregarded everything analytics say and that we fate we're facing the stronger team if it was a stronger team they would be the number one seed in the nba that is the only only team that held it together better than the suns so and it was the utah jazz they went ahead and handled their business they went ahead and kept it together i mean let's be honest about it the suns have really stumbled in, I want to say, the last 20 games, there's a stat, and uh, don't quote me on this, but the Suns were in the top 10 in defense the first, I want to say, 32 games. The Suns are the top 19, top 20 defense in the last 31 games. So, I mean, let's be honest, if you watch the Suns, We've all noticed a dramatic dip in performance. Danny, would you agree, yes or no? On the defensive side, yes. There has been that sort of, uh, I almost want to call it a senior slump. The end of the year, you know, you kind of want to let your hair down. You kind of want to, like, take it easy. You know you're going to the playoffs. And the one thing I have against that is that none of these guys 
have earned it. Outside of select few, like you got you got a couple of them. You got Jake Crowder in there who knows what's going on. You got Chris Paul, obviously, who's whipping him the in guys the shape. who aren't slacking. Got, exactly. The ones that are putting 110% because these are the guys that have been there. But yet we've noticed in the last, I mean, let's be honest, 20 games. That there has been some slack, say, yes. slackication. There has been. There has been there some slackication. But like you said, Jay Crowder, Chris Paul, maybe a, a, even campaign. And I know he hasn't been there long, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, you if, know. If there how is much one player, if there is one player that will never take a second for granted on an NBA court for say, the rest of say, his God given life. It is campaign, bro. So we can all admit, we got to get him back. One. We got to get him back, bro. He's only getting better as the game goes. But no, continue. Besides Chris Paul, besides, I, I said campaign, Jay Crow. Hey, the guys who've been there, besides those guys, we've noticed the slack. There has been, yes. We've noticed it. Yep. You've seen it. You've seen, you, 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 we've seen games. That should have been put away in the first first half. We let him hang around. We seen games that should have been easy comebacks. We let him run away with it. We have seen games that we should have blown people out by 20 points. We won by three. So, yes, there has definitely been a slide, and we have been scraping by. But that is not going to happen. And I can guarantee you that right now that's not going to happen in the playoffs. Because of who is talking in that locker room. And over the course of the regular season, we have praised Chris Paul. And we have praised Jay Crowder. And we have praised all these players who have brought their experience. But now, this, this moment right here, this is mommy time. And th this right here is where he proves why he is deserving of coach of the year. Wow, bro. That was amazing, dude. Like, I'm not going to, bro, that was extremely well said. I, Yeah, I didn't expect you to come out with that. I totally agree with everything that you just said, 100%. I mean, Monty Williams is a great coach, and a lot of people want to fight the fact that he won Coach of the Year, but, the, you know, they don't really agree with that. I know a lot of people want to say Tom Thibodeau. And I like Tom Thibodeau of the New York Knicks. And he did a great job this season. Also, Nate McMillan, he took over for the Atlanta Hawks. I forget. I apologize, but I forget who the coach was. But he took over for the Atlanta Hawks. And I believe the Hawks are like now sixth in the league. So it, it it's amazing to see these coaches make those moves. But Monty Williams made it happen. Monty Williams went from... I mean, it, it, I, I don't want to say first, but it, I mean, damn near worst, man. I know people want to talk about what we did in the bubble, and it was like, oh, yeah, the Suns were on the rise. But we weren't in the playoffs. It's been 11 years since we've been there, and everybody want to talk about what Chris Paul did. Chris Paul is amazing, and he will go down, in my opinion, with or without a ring, as a Hall of Fame no doubt. point guard. But Monty Williams is making it work. Well, the the the, the reason that I want to say something is that this isn't the 
coach of I picked it up halfway through the season. This isn't the coach of I brought a team from number seven to five. I brought them from number three to one. This isn't the, the coach of I bettered this team by a couple of steps. This is the coach of the year. And exactly what you said last year, the Suns went 8-0, and and that wasn't good enough to get a play-in spot for the playoffs. The Suns hey, hey, were not. Hold on real quick, real quick. That's all DeAndre Aiden's fault. That's all DeAndre Aiden's fault. 25 games because of a, a, a mysterious substance. That was DeAndre Aiden's fault. I feel like if he didn't fuck that up, yeah, we would have won the play. We would have got the playoffs, and I think Monty Williams would have got it last year. And I know people don't want to talk about that, and that's kind of why I feel like the Knicks have a good argument. But at the same time, I just feel like the Suns would have won back-to-back coaches of the year. From, like, making the playoffs last year to, like, you know, eighth seed to making the playoffs as, like, the fucking, you know, second best record in the NBA. Shit, if that's not back-to-back players. Oh, and and here, here's where I disagree with you on that. And in the, and that is because, yes, it was because of a stupid mistake that was made by DeAndre Ayton or whoever was in charge of whatever he puts in his body. So, like, honestly, because he's a kid, so a kid is going to rely on his coach. He's going to rely on whatever. He's going to rely on his trainer. Here, eat this, put this, take this. A kid is going to do whatever. Uh, okay. No, because that, that's why you hire them. Uh, continue. That's, that's, uh, I, 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 I really think he hired anybody at that age because he's too young. I think he was just going off. Of, you know what? I don't know. It has to be trained. It has to be, somebody has to tell him because no kid goes up to give me this substance. Continue. continue. Anyway, all right. Continue. But if we're talking about coach of the year, it becomes... It, it, it involves all sorts of trials and tribulations that a coach has to go through throughout the year. So a coach that loses a star player and is able to like get his team to the finish line, bro, that is coaching. That is not a player that's getting you to the finish line. That is a coach going around, getting the next man up, coaching, inspiring, telling them that they could do it. And making it happen at the end of the year. So it, I will leave you with this question. If it had not been a mysterious substance, if it had been a leg injury that took him out for 25 games, would we be blaming Aiton and telling him that he cost Monty Williams the coach of the that's year? That's bullshit. No, it's man. not. No, that's bullshit. fucking bullshit, bro. No, it's not. No, because you're, you're hey. You're you're discre- you're literally discrediting a man who took a foreign substance, again, you know, and you're you're basically blaming it on the coaches. I'm not blaming. And you're it not on the giving coach. him any. And you I'm know, not and- blaming it on the coaches. What I'm doing is that if it had been an injury instead of something else, and the coach rallied around that, that's coach of the year, right? You tell me, Danny. You tell me. 100%. That's my point. You know damn well that's different, man. That is totally different than what you're saying. Well, that, what, what I'm saying is that I'm what I'm taking away. DeAndre Aiden took steroids and he got suspended 25 games. If he got a knee injury and, and, and missed 25 games, 
Yes, the narrative will be different. You know, goddamn well it would be. That's what I'm saying. Like, what and I'm you taking know, away. You I'm, know, damn well it would be, man. I'm not taking away from Monty Williams. I'm taking away from Aiden himself. That's my point. I'm taking away from Aiden too, but he cost Monty Williams that because of the 25. Why games. couldn't Monty Williams overcome it? It was at the beginning of the season. He had the entire season after those 25 games. You want to why? Why? Because he didn't have the executive of the year. Behind him, I let's go ahead and talk about that. Is bro, it cool? Can we get well, no, bro, wait, wait. James Jones was here before Monty? I know that, but he wasn't fully on board about Monty. All right, last so year. are we talking about a third executive? No, we're that, talking that, right. that finally got the fuck out of the way. Are not, we talking about that? We're not talking about an executive, we're talking about who. Yeah. Say it. What the fuck? We, they, they don't own us. Say it. Say They're his the, name. The own Robert Sarver. Say his fucking name. Finally got the fuck out of the way. Hey, hey. How awkward do you think that conversation and, was? And no, no, no. And you know what? I'm glad because I wanted to eventually get to this Let's point. Let's talk about it. What the fuck? Did you see what he said? I love it. This year? Hey, hey. This, this okay, week. Okay, okay. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. As, as, as a huge Suns fan, did that. Sway you? No! Like what? A blind squirrel <laughs> is gonna find another Oh, I finally got it right. Yes, motherfucker! How many times did you fail? How many times did you hit your wagon on the wrong horse? How many times did you not open your wallet when it could have been so easy to make this team better? Yes, I'm okay, I got it right after fucking 10 years. Like, no, you do not get credit for that. Bro. Sarver. No, <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, this one other dart that he threw at the wall that just so happens to fall in the center speed. He is not, he is not a great owner. He finally got it right. Yes, and make fun of yourself all you want. Make yourself the fan favorite all you try to twist it around all you want. We all know Robert Sarver. You are the reason that we waited ten years for this. And yes, right now eleven. We are. Jubilant. Right now we are happy. Right now we are celebrating in the streets. We got fans wearing Suns jerseys all up and down the streets. We got people celebrating all across the internet. We got podcasts popping up every now and then. Like, everything that was not happening in the past 10 years, you do not get credit for any of this. And this is me, Danny Orona, speaking to you, Robert Sarver. You do not get a credit for any of this. You are a blind squirrel that found a rock soft enough to bite through and called it a peanut. That is my thoughts on Robert Sarver. Hey, if it's cool with you, man, would you mind telling me how you really feel about him? Or? Yeah, he's all right. Ah. He, he's, he's cool. He's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> you know what? I totally want to fucking agree with Denny. I, I I I know I'm sounding like you know whatever, but no. Let's be honest, bro. He's been a shitty fucking owner forever, and just because like last year you hired a guy who like was part of the team, I I don't know what happened, but I can almost guarantee that, bro. It took an intervention. It, it like Chris Paul, uh, James Jones. Uh, fucking. He probably sat him down and was like, hey, hey this is Devin Booker. That's it. Hey, 
Could you get the fuck out the way? Yes. Could you get the fuck out the way? Bro, please. Because people don't talk about it. Sit down. Enjoy enjoy your owner's box. Enjoy that view. Enjoy the drinks that accompany with it. Enjoy the... The, the, the pretty ladies that bring you your food and your snacks and your drinks and everything. Enjoy all of that. But stay out of the fucking war room. And I know, Denny. And you know what, Denny? Story time. Please. Is it cool? Let's drop that beat. Shout out to 98.7 Sports. I got a good story for y'all. I don't know if you guys remember, but like, it was... Two years ago. All right. The Suns were getting ready to pick. There's a story out there that people don't really talk about. Let me go ahead, if you guys don't mind, let me tell you about the Suns' picks. We went ahead and grabbed Cameron Johnson, small forward. The Minnesota Timberwolves grabbed him. And then, you know, they traded him. Us, so we got him. Danny, how do you feel about Cam? Yeah, you like him? Love him. Love him, right? Love him. Yeah. We also had a a guy. I mean, we got Ty Jerome. There was a move where Philly traded to Boston, and then Boston traded to Phoenix, and we ended up grabbing Ty Jerome. Tigerum was cool. I mean, he's obviously not a son no more. Danny Aifel, though. One of the original Valley Boys, man. He was okay. He was he was here. He brought a vibe. He brought a spirit. He brought it, but he just didn't bring it. There's a guy out there who is bringing it. Who was supposed to be a part of the Phoenix Suns. This guy... Was going to be a part of our team. I want to say it was uh, Danny. What was that? GM of uh, Robert McDonough. McDonough. He wanted to grab a point guard by the name of Shea Gildish Alexander. And you know what? A lot of fans were upset that he didn't. You want to know why he didn't? Please. From the story that I heard from my sources, I was told, and from what I've gathered information from, is that Robert Starver nixed the trade. He came at him with a move. And he told him, he said, hey, I want to make a move for Shea Gilders gender. I want him on the Right before the trigger was pulled, Robert Sarver makes the trade. Currently, Shea Gilders gender is on the Oklahoma Thunder. What do you think about Gilgis-Alexander? Do you think he's a... He's definitely good talent, and if you were to ask me a year ago, or 
had Chris Paul, I would have said that's exactly what we need because we need a point guard. We need a floor general. We need someone to move the ball around. We need someone to get the ball to our scores on the team. So 100%, I would have thought this is the guy. I'm glad you say that right now because I want to go ahead and get more further into detail with yes, that. Yes, sir. Please. As we talk about point guards, there was a move that we made that we actually missed out on. And I actually think it was for Cam Johnson. Or, uh, no, 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 no. For your boy. For your boy Sticks. There was, I, hey, and Denny, how much do I love campaign? 87%. Wow. All right. <laughs> he doesn't know me very well, ladies and gentlemen. I thought we were best friends. But anyway, 97%, I want campaign back. I still feel like I'm so Tyler. Sorry. I, I, heard, I heard Cam Johnson. For, for some reason, I had it in my mind, Cam Johnson. That's why I said oh. that. That's all. So, you know, no, no, no campaign. No, 100%. Yeah, yeah that's my guy, right? No, no, 100%. No, that's my guy, it's right? our guy, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the guy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey. please continue. I still want Tyrese Halliburton, the point guard that went to, I believe he uh, went to the Sacramento Kings. I, I, I feel like that should be our rookie that we should be grooming. And I I, I I feel like it was a shitty move. I really feel like it was a shitty move by the Suns. So, I mean, I'm still not happy with the management is where I'm going with this whole conversation. I'm really not like I – yes, I know. And I remember James Jones. And I believe me, he wasn't one of my favorite three-point shooters. He was lucky that he had Steve Nash on his side. But he wasn't one of the best. He wasn't one of the greatest that we had with us. He wasn't a sharpshooter. He wasn't Raja Bell. He wasn't Quentin Richardson. He's no Jared Dudley on the court. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this was a fun episode. (laughs) So do you feel where I'm going with Danny, though? I I feel like we have a team now, and I feel like we need to win now. But I feel like a lot of the mistakes that we made before, you know, you know, James Jones and Robert, I feel like those mistakes are coming to, to haunt us. I actually feel the opposite way right now. And I will explain. Well, because, yeah, you have to. Because, because yes, I, I do 100% get what you're getting at with this. Uh, not, not planning for the future is pretty much where you're getting at right here. Is that... We are going to be losing out on a bunch of these players later on. But here's the thing that after that interview that we just thoroughly made fun of where Robert Sarver finally says that he finally got it right, all this, but he also said that the Suns organization himself, namely, is willing to open up the wallet, do whatever it takes financially to keep both DeAndre Ayton and Mikkel Bridge. And that's the debate that me and you have had for the past few months. Because we both thought, wait a minute, wait, 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 time out, time out. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I was just handed new information. That it, yeah. Go ahead. But uh, I, 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 I remember. And again, Danny, who do we always shout out? The radio, ninety-eight-seven. And you know what? 
Arizona Sports Station. And we love them because they always give great information. All three radio shows. So what? Go ahead. Wait, wait, what? What? Robert Sarver, I remember this. Robert Sarver was on Burns and Gamble. Yep. yep. After that interview, we're like, he kind of made fun of himself for that. Like, oh, I finally got remember, it right. Remember, we told him I got yep. it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all, of, all of this going on because he knew that the, the that people were going to start making fun of him. He knew that he was going to be the butt of a lot of jokes, and he knew that all of his past mistakes were going to be drug up in front of him. But what do you do in that situation as an executive and, you know, as an owner, as the person who – Literally has to write the checks, sign the checks. You know what? You kind of got to take one on the chin. You got to got take that shot and and deal with the consequences. And that is exactly what we did. And that, in my opinion, earned a little bit of more respect from our owner because he was willing to admit that. He was willing to admit that he was kind of the problem. And to fix it. That is something that usually we wait years for. We wait years for someone else to say, this is how we're going to fix it. He said, no, we got a winning team. We got a winning mentality. We got a winning core. We got a group of guys that are willing to do whatever it takes to get this. So I am not going to let a financial situation rip apart what it has taken such a meticulous amount of work to get together so yeah robert sarver says i'm willing to open the wallet so this is what i'll leave you with here jeremy as an owner as an executive as a leader to put your money where your mouth is is the ultimate thing you can do now granted he hasn't done it yet Contracts still need to be signed. Everything still needs to be put in order, and the players still need to agree. But if he is a man of his word, and he keeps this core together, bro, we're in for a great, great next few years of basketball. And when you say core, what do you mean by core? Name name the core. Let's All right, let's break it down. Let's... The starting core. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say number one. Dan Booker, one hundred percent. Hands down, right? And that's down. number one. That's it, literally. Number two. We might go head to head on this. Number two, yes or no? Mikael Bridges. No, we're not going head to head. Why would he go into the noise? We I, had this conversation multiple times. All right, all right. I love it. We're just doing it on the air. There you We've go. We've made it very clear. But one thing I do want to point out, Dwight Howard and uh, uh, DeAndre Aiden, they had a comparison done on ESPN.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you can check it out. DeAndre Aiden's numbers are actually better than Dwight Howard DeAndre in his first. They're better than a lot of people's. And then, and and, and, you, and here's the argument that always trips people up. What? Because everybody who looks at DeAndre Ayton's numbers, even though the averages, the analytics, yeah, everything, the statistics, everything points to him being better. But, but, but. That's not what a number one should produce. 
Hey. That's not what a number one prospect should do. He should have been doing that all along as a number one prospect. Bro, he is doing it. Take away the number one, which, yes, I, I agree. It comes with its pressures and it comes with its expectations. You're about to be mad as hell at me. But right hey. now, we're doing. he's doing it. Hey, hey. You're going to be mad at me. I totally fucking disagree, bro. Jesus Christ. We, hey, hey. We're going to get back at this again. You watch DeAndre Aiden. We're going to fight again? You know DeAndre Aiden is not playing. Playing is 100. Bro, you know damn well just because his numbers say that he's doing it. You know damn well he's not. You watch Suns games. How many games you watch a season? 72 games. How many did you watch? 60. You missed 12 games. I missed 12 games. How many times did you see DeAndre Aiden not play to his potential in those 60 games? And uh, Yes, sir. Who, Just give me a number. Who are we to say what his give potential is? Give me a number. No, no. I'm not going to do that because you know what? He puts – he plays – the way the coach wants him to play. That's bullshit, no, man. No, go, go. And he, he goes at it, and he's going. What the do you way he plays now, kid? is that going to be good enough against uh, Anthony Davis? Yes or no? What? Is it going to be good enough? Against Anthony Davis? No. Then that's well, you know then what? what are we talking about? And this is what we're di- then what, what are we talking this about? This is where we're going to disagree on. But because, you know what? Anthony Davis is going to get his rebounds. LeBron James is going to get his points, but everyone else is getting shut down. And that is where the Suns win. Because LeBron James and Anthony Davis cannot play 48 minutes no, no, of no, basketball. No, 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 we've, can, talked about, they, we've talked about this before. On. We've talked about this before. Yes, one guy can go off. We can't let two. We cannot let two. We've talked about this before many times. And, and yes, I, one guy can do that. it, but we can't let two man. That's that's where we that's where we go wrong. No, no, no. I get that, I get that one hundred percent. But it's not gonna happen for four games, and I can guarantee you that because you and I we saw this Lakers team struggle, scratch, claw, and some may even say get a little bit of help to get this victory over the Golden State Warriors. And that is with one guy being the ultimate offense. I think he had 37 points tonight, Steph Curry. 37 points against this Lakers team. He is a monster. We don't need a guy to have 37 points. And granted, that is who we've been the last few years, Devin Booker. And everyone outside of Arizona starting calling him a stat patter because of what he does on a losing team. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong. We do not need a 37-point production from a player to win a game. You are 1,000% correct, bro. I mean, I know people want to hate because we got this guy, and they, they, they want to discredit the Coach of the Year award. Yep. And while we're at it, let's do it. Do while it. we're at it right now, do it. Should he be? In, should he have been an All Star before last year? Then book for his production. 
Yes. It, I, but, but, I'm not a big but. Losing teams always going to get. Yes. They're always going to look over. Okay, so, so you understand what I'm saying? No, I uh, 100%. Right, but we agree. We agree. Hey, his production, his production was, you know, something to, something to behold. But you know what? Bro, you can put up 80 points a game. If 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 you're fucking, you know, 10 wins, 18 losses, bro, no one gives a fuck. And, and you know what? Rightfully so. Because in my personal opinion, that's stat padding. That is. That is. Obviously, you play the most you can to win. But, yeah, no. If, if Bro, if you're down 20, 30 points. And, and, and that is the number one argument that we got against him. When he had that 70-point game, which we all remember, that he, he kept trying to get fouled. He kept shooting points. He when kept he going that? in there. When he was 20, what, 22 years old? He scored 70 points? When he was a little kid? Against who? Against, uh, I don't know, they won, a, they won a game or two. They, they I think they had a championship. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, South of New York, uh, this Boston team, they got a team. Boston, the Boston, Boston, bro. He had seventy points against the Boston Celtics. Celtics, bro. And people, uh, people still want to discredit that shit. In the Garden, in the fucking TD Garden. That's getting it in there. Like, yeah, we didn't have a winning team. We didn't make the playoffs, but you know what? We put up that. He put up that style when we got the picture, holding up the seventy points. That's all we needed. And you know what? I'm taking 100%. Hey, I mean, it was a shitty loss, but it was, it was. Uh, Would you help your teammate do it? Hey, no, what was I going to say? What the, the, uh, hey, it was a great crystal ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, hey, I get it. We lost. But man, what a great fucking crystal ball to like, you know, see that happen 100%. and go down. Oh, man. So yeah. All right. So let let let's real quick. Let's get into it deep. Let's talk about what's about to happen. All right. Let's do it. Playoffs. It's official. Sunday. I don't know if it's the morning and, or and, and for those of you Suns fans that are you know, jumping on this bandwagon, coming in. Playoffs is when basketball goes on after the regular season ends. I don't know if y'all have been uh, able to experience that yet, but it's a hell of a ride. I mean, if you were a, a Suns fan, ride or die for a long time, then, yeah, you experienced it. But if you're new, uh, ladies and gentlemen, strap in and hold on, right? We 100%. are going to go ahead and get it in. I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen. This is a wild ride. Please tell me you drink. It's going to be fucking fantastic. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. Just the energy. The amount of stuff we got going on. And, you know, it's it's a big mountain. I, I know a lot of fans out there were worried about this matchup. Me, personally... I want to say it was about three weeks ago when Chris Paul went on air and, hey, Chuck, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you. And I'm starting to, because that, that line gets me every time. Isn't it? Because he said That's it. That's why I said he it. Said it, it live. He said it with fiction. He said it live he right there. He said it with strength. Bro, just stop. 
Let me break it down for you. And then Danny, he broke it down. Tell him what he said, Danny. You know what? This time, I'm going to need a beat for this. There was a time where we looked behind our backs. When was that? There was a time where we looked who was ahead. There was a time where we were afraid of what's coming next. And then Danny, what happened? I will put it as simple as this. Let's go! This is the team that is worth of a winning mentality. This is a team that is not afraid of what Tinseltown has done in the past. This is not a team that is afraid of what might come from officials. This is a team that knows what it's like to scratch, to claw, to make themselves known amongst the unknown. Jeremy, I'm talking about a team that is going to devour anyone in their path. And we have talked about the loss of focus. We have talked about the loss of intensity, but I can guarantee you not happening against the watchful eye of the NBA coach of the year, Monty Williams. He former unknowingly uncrowned and unchampioned MVP caliber talent. That is Chris Paul. He experienced the wherewithal and the grit that isn't Jay Crowder. Bro, this is a team that is ready for anything. And for those of you fans out there that ever doubted, I give this to you as an act of repentance. Throw away all of your doubts and believe that this team is the one that can make it. Put away all of your biases and know that LeBron is not the Orlando of the NBA. I urge you to believe that this team is going above and beyond. Danny, that was beautiful. That was amazing. Let's run it back. Danny, let's go ahead and add on to what you're talking about. And now this is going to be a duo conversation. Are you scared of LeBron? Bro, bring him on tonight. Are we worried about the Los Angeles Lakers? Ain't no worried about a team that to play for their lives tonight. The Suns, and it really kills me about everything that I have to talk about right now. 
they've made it very clear that we are here to stay, that we are here to play, that we are not going anywhere until it's all said and done. And it's funny that people talk about a number two seed in the West. You said West? Yeah, yeah. You said West? I did, I did, I did. Oh, my God. I know, my man. Hey, 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 daddy. Tell him how you feel. Hey, daddy. How stupid do I feel right now, right? (laughs) Because we are not number two in the West. We are number two in the NBA. And I'm not going to lie, we are feeling ourselves right now. We are ready for everybody who comes on, and I can't even lie. Danny, we talked about it earlier, but two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Chris Paul made it very clear to us. We're ready for whoever. Hey, hey, Danny, Danny, Danny. Whoever! Danny, Danny, Danny. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Because I'm going to let you know that we play whoever is there and whoever is ready. And I'm not going to lie, the Suns are ready to play. I don't care if we get blown out. I don't care if we get smoked out. All I care about is that we bring 100% ready to go. That's all I care about. I just want to go into the playoffs with 100% energy. And I can guarantee you, if we do that, I'll see you in the finals, baby. I'll see you in the fucking finals. And I put that on everything, baby. I put that on everything. I cannot think of a better way to end this episode than with that statement right there from my brother Jeremy. Bro, this is exactly what we needed. This is exactly what we need going through. Yes, a lot of people had their doubts, but you know what? We're about to tackle this animal that we have not tackled in 11 years. Let's 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 get it. Thank you so much for listening to us. This is a special uh, playoff edition basketball Suns sticks and kicks. We appreciate you guys so much. One more time. Sticks, kicks, Instagram, sticks.kicks1, Twitter. I am Jeremy. This is my first time hosting Danny. I appreciate you. Bro, you deserve it 100%. And all of you guys to listen, thank you so much. Make sure you guys be repping your son's gear out there. Don't let Tinseltown take over downtown Phoenix. We all know who this city belongs to. The Phoenix Suns. Six at maximum going to the next round. Thank you guys so much for listening.